we're serving a great God today. We're serving a God that's patient with us, cares for us, provides all our needs. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, he's always there. He knows the, the very sentiment of your heart, the mood that you're in. The Lord's able to deal with you right where you are. Uh, it's, it, you know, a lot of folks only think the Lord moves in a shout. But you know, the Lord moves in quiet times. The Lord moves in, in gentle times, gentle breezes. And, and I thank God for his grace that's always appropriate the way he moves in our lives. And uh, I am, I'm excited about what I see God doing in the lives of individuals. We've had uh, uh, the last two Wednesdays, we have had a powerful service here on, Sunday, on Wednesday morning. And just a, a great a sense of awareness of what God is doing and wanting to do through his people. And I, I thank God for that. I thank God for that anointing and uh, what the Lord is, is doing. And, and uh, I, I just can't, I'm always in awe of this God that we serve that loves us enough to come down and, and place his care in our life and, and, and guide us and direct us. Hallelujah. I am, uh, I have a, a, a message today and, and, uh, you know, this is one of those that I would say, well, you know, Lord, is this the right time to preach this? Uh, but God knows better than I, and he's been speaking to my life in the last uh, couple of days on this subject. And I want to share with you today on what it means to be a good soldier. We sing a song sometimes that says, I'm a soldier in God's army. And I'm marching, claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I'm a soldier, marching heaven bound. And you know, that means more than uh, today, just a, a catchy tune. To be a soldier in the army of God, to be uh, uh, signed up for and, and committed to him. And, and uh, I, I feel today that the Lord has a message that he wants to speak into our lives about uh, our servitude, our service to him. I, I begin to think I, I've never been in the military, but I'm familiar with the practices. There are many of you here that can speak to this uh, more strongly than I could, uh, but there there's a process that you go through, uh, at, at least used to, you went through when you were inducted into the military. There was a, a, a breaking down of, uh, of a lot of your habits and a lot of your personality and everything to get you down to the level where they could build you up to make you of service to them. The first thing they had to do is that you understood that your will, when it went against the will of the, of the, of the military, uh, was at odds and you had to have that will surrendered. And, uh, that process, I don't know in, in this day and age of, uh, of protectionism and all that, I don't know if they let them do that like they used to, but it, it served a purpose. It served a purpose, you know. Uh, there's something about if you're going to be, if, if I was going to be in battle and be out in a foxhole uh, uh, fighting, I would want to know that everybody around me, everybody that, that I was dependent on was there for the same reason and had the same training and the same skills and the same thing, uh, focused on the battle. 
And uh, the Lord dropped this scripture in my heart uh, in, in, uh, in, in 1 Timothy, the sixth chapter. And uh, it, it's... The, the scripture, 1 Timothy 6, chapter the 12th verse says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Now, this scripture uh, is, is set in a setting and, and Paul has been writing to Timothy and he's giving him some instructions and, and uh, the previous verses he began to talk about things that can bring distractions in your life and, and it's particularly in the ministry. He talks about uh, the, the desire uh, for riches and wealth and, and the 10th verse, just to give you an idea of the setting. He says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, uh, which while some covet after, uh, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things that follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness, and fight the good fight of faith. Now, today we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against uh, uh, the uh, humanity and other people, but we wrestle against powers and principalities and things that would seek to destroy at a spiritual level our life and our walk with God. Uh, the enemy would like to hinder your development and your progress uh, uh, with God. And, and when I look at this scripture the, that uh, Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says, I want you to fight the good fight of faith. I thought uh, that, you know, every day that we are engaged, we are engaged for the Lord. We're engaged in a battle. And, and that battle requires us to always uh, be fighting toward uh, a cause and fighting for principle and, and not being distracted and, and upholding the cause of God and, and, and being ever aware of our enemy and ever aware of who it is that would seek to destroy and, and deter us from becoming uh, what God has called us to be. Uh, we, we not only have to deal with our own flesh, but we have to deal with the attack of the enemy as he would seek to distract us from, from these things that God has called us to. And when I hear a verse that says, fight the good fight of faith, I know there's a battle going on and, and, and there takes some attention for me to always be uh, aware that uh, there's, there's a battle that I'm, I'm in and, and I've got I've to always pay attention to it. I've always got to be attentive to it. I've always got uh, to be on top of my game. I, I thought about the, the whole process of, of becoming a military soldier and, and how they would break down that wheel first off and, and then they would build you up and give you the skills and, and uh, prepare you for battle so that you could be depended on that if they gave the uh, command for you to charge, you knew exactly what that meant and, and there would be no hesitation. You see, when you're in a battle, you don't want to hesitate. You don't want to stop. You don't want to pause. You want to always be going forward and you always want to be alert and aware. Uh, as I begin to think about this message and the Lord began to talk to me, I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day uh, about a church and, and about a ministry and it was, they were comparing it to another ministry and uh, it's a big, long, uh, drawn out story. But nevertheless, uh, they made this statement to me that uh, in this church that their goal was that wherever you were, 
in God that their goal was to get you to take one step further. You know, if you come in and you'd never been baptized, they wanted you to take the step of baptism. If you come in and you never knew anything about God, they wanted you to take the step of repentance, the step. And, and they were comparing it to a very large ministry in Atlanta that, that has that principle and, and, uh, uh, and, 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 and promotes that that's the way that they approach ministry. And I just begin to think about the, the whole uh, uh, fact that, you know, we, we need to uh, understand that people are coming from different levels, and I do that, hallelujah, but yet, and still, I understand also that the Lord's plan for you is for you to be born again and transformed from who you are. No matter where you're at, the Lord's desire is for you to be transformed, praise God, and, uh, you know, he's not looking for you to just be one step further than where you are. He wants you to be anew. He wants you to be changed. He wants you to be totally different. He wants you to be converted, you see, uh, if you apply that principle, I made this statement uh, uh, to this person, a good friend of mine, and, and, and we talked pretty plainly, and, and I made the statement. I said, I've got a problem with the concept uh, that you're just always looking for a person uh, to make them move just one step further, uh, because I said, that's sort of like to me going out to a person that's drowning and offering them a new swimsuit. You know, the new swimsuit might, uh, uh, might look good on them, but if it doesn't solve their problem, if it doesn't fix what's wrong, if it doesn't transform them and make them from a drowning individual to an individual that's uh, uh, prepared to be able to support themselves and, and be able to stay up, then, then we've not, uh, we've not fixed your problem. So I see the need for God to be continually work in each of us, but I want you to understand that God wants to take who you are, wherever you are, we preach this regularly, no matter where you are, no matter where you've been, no matter how low you have slunk, my God has a plan for you to take you and transform you, not into what we want you to be, but what he wants you to be, a servant of the Most High King. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is he, not looking at us in levels. He's not looking at us in, in, he understands where you are, but you see his goal for each of us, praise God, is for us to be born again and converted and to become a child of the king, praise God, an overcoming victorious child of the king. Uh, God's work in us, praise God. I understand you may have a different training, a different background. Hallelujah. You understand you may uh, have grown up in a different uh, a culture, you know, even. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, it, God is not looking down at us and he's looking at me and he said, well, Daryl has the potential to go this far and and, uh, you know, Brother Ted over here is only going to go this far. And, and uh, maybe little Randy here is going to go way up here uh, because uh, God's looking at all of us. And he sees that in all of us, praise God, that we, if we are surrendered to him, he can make a good soldier out of each one of us. Praise God. He can equip us. He can fully work in us and transform our lives. Move us beyond our, our understanding of who we are into the potential of what he's called us to be. 
when I begin to look uh, at, 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 the, at the word and begin to just study uh, on this subject, I begin, I looked at Ephesians and most of you probably have already uh, uh, clicked mentally to these verses. Uh, uh, when I look at these scriptures, I, you might say, well, Brother Daryl, when he was talking to Timothy, he was talking to the ministry and he's saying, yeah, ministry fight the fight, the, the, the fight of good faith. But uh, if we go over to uh, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the 10th verse, praise God, instructions to the church, instructions to the various ones. And in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the 10th verse, he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You're so, so you see, these instructions are, are not to the just a ministry, not to an elite group, not to a select few, but rather to all that have been called into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. To prepare your life, praise God, and to be uh, equipped with uh, the armor of God. And there's a great lesson in the armor of God. We could go into intricate detail of all the components of the armor, but that's not uh, where I'm headed this morning, where I want to let you understand as this message is universal to everyone in this church. Prepare to fight the good fight of faith. You see, the enemy would love it if he could get you to just declare victory in one area of your life and allow the rest of your life to stay in bondage. Allow the rest of your life to go on without any victory. But there's a good fight of faith that we must all fight. You see, the, the crown that we're all reaching for is eternal life. And eternal life, you know, there, there are certain things that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting uh, in, 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 the, in the walk of uh, Christianity. There are things that we do that make us acceptable to people and acceptable to the church. You know, we, we look at uh, people and uh, yeah, people that have uh, just completely different variant lifestyles and, and they come to the church and, and we expect certain things to change that make them fit in to the church. You know, if, uh, if uh, somebody who's been, uh, just, I'll just drop back a hundred years or many, many years ago, the bootleggers quit bootlegging, you know? Yeah, all of those things, you change that part of your life. And we expect that uh, still that God would transform. But you see, God is trying to prepare you for eternal life. And his goal is to prepare you for eternal life. And his goal is to equip you to make it through the, the days and the times that are ahead and to be able to fight that good fight of faith, praise God, where you can uphold that, the, the things that uphold uh, and, and stand for the kingdom of God. And he's equipped you. He's prepared to do that. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, the battle that we're up against is, is uh, it, it, we'd almost have to say sometimes it's almost invisible. Certainly it manifests itself visibly in people's lives and the turmoil and the trouble that have. But the fight, the battle that's going on is something that a lot of times you can't see. 
You can't, you can't see it happening, but you must prepare to fight that battle. And it's the battle of faith. It's the good battle of faith that will sustain you. And, uh, uh, you know, we have this, uh, uh, idea in our mind sometimes that people come to God in one touch of the presence of God. And I'm gonna tell you, I, 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 this is sort of one of those things where it's a bittersweet situation. One touch from the power of God can just transform you and make you so different. It is, it is absolutely amazing to me what one single touch from God can do. But today, we're not asking you, or we're not encouraging you to just experience one touch from the kingdom of God, from the power of God, hallelujah, but to experience a life-changing, transforming, hallelujah, uh, uh, empowerment of the presence of God in your life that doesn't stop with just one touch, but is a process of, of continual development and continual growth and, and changing and transforming uh, your life to, uh, to be like him, to surrender uh, your life on a, on a regular basis unto the Lord and uh, surrender all the areas of your life. You see, when, it, many times we sort of have like the, the mentality and if we're not careful that, well, you know, you bring the people together and you got your, you know, you got your song leaders and, and, and they're going to be spiritual to this extent. You got your preachers and, and for some reason we put them up here on a, on a pedestal that they, they, they got to walk at this level. And then our, our group leaders, they, they're, they're at this level and they're spiritually developed to this degree. And, and then you got, uh, you know, your musicians that, uh, uh, operate at a certain level, your Sunday school teachers, and we begin to compartmentalize this thing. And certainly there are talents and, talents and gifts that are used that are apply people to certain uh, areas and make them uh, conducive to be able to work in a certain area. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you, uh, praise God, there is no rank in the kingdom of God. Praise God. Uh, the Lord has called all of us. Praise God. He has called every one of us to be diligent and to be fighting that good fight of faith faith. And that is to allow the Lord to completely transform our life. Praise God. Break us down, build us up, and equip us, praise God, to overcome the wiles of the world. I thought about, you know, I, I've, I've, like I said, I've never been in the military, but seen movies and, you know, they take a group of soldiers and, you know, they begin to ask who, where they're from. And you got this guy over here who's from a farm and this guy over here who's from a university. And you got this guy, you know, that's from a big city and this guy's from the country and they're all from different angles. And one of them's been shooting a gun all his life. One's never held a gun. And, and you know, and, and they could look at the whole group and, and, and think, well, there's no hope. And, and, and it's not going, but the, the goal would be to take them all and, and, and break them down to their basic skills and then to bend, 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 begin to build, hallelujah, so that when you get through, you have a force. You have a force and you can depend on that force. It is united together. And, and, and God's kingdom is much like that. You see, this body of Christ that you have uh, been drawn to and called to, hallelujah, is dependent upon you to praise God, to surrender. We sung the song, I surrender. We must first all surrender our all to him. Hallelujah. The Lord uh, makes it very clear in these scriptures. He says, if any man will come after me, let him lay down his life. Hallelujah. Lay down his life. Take up his cross. 
and follow me. You see, so what God is calling each of us to do is to surrender our will and allow him to mold and make us and shape us, praise God. And when he instructs us, praise God, uh, uh, to put on that armor, you see, the Lord is not asking us to have any access to anything that he will not provide for you. Put on the whole armor of God. If we went through the details of the armor of God, it's the shield of faith, the sword and the spirit and, you know, the helmet of salvation and, and the breastplate of righteousness. And, and, and uh, you know, all of those components are things that God will supply and provide in our life. He's just asking us to give up who we are and to put that on and to take on that nature and to be aware that we're going to be daily fighting the fight the good fight of faith to be a good soldier in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You know, uh, praise God, I, I don't believe that God uh, is, is in the business of making anything second rate. I don't think that God is in the business of making anything that is deficient in power. His kingdom is to be uh, is to be made up of those who have been transformed and surrendered their will to him. Hallelujah. And then empowered by his spirit to be overcomers and to walk victoriously in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand the wiles of the devil. I, you know, I, I think probably one of the things that is, is most shocking to a, a new convert in the kingdom of God is after they've had that initial experience of feeling the presence of the Lord and feeling the joy of the Holy Ghost as it touches their life, to all of a sudden realize one day that, hey, I'm still struggling. I still got a struggle. I still got a challenge. Well, that is the good fight of faith. That, that is the good fight of faith. You, you're going to encounter those things. And, and uh, today you take this sort of as a teaching lesson if you want to. Uh, but, you know, what the Lord has just spoken to my spirit is that we all need to be aware that in this day and age and in the wiles of the devil that's uh, 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 going against us in, the, in these perilous times, praise God, that we're all in a battle. We're all in a fight. So often it's so interesting as we go through and, and we begin to talk to in, individuals and talk to people and and uh, uh, you know I could just sit here today and name you from today in my conversations this morning the people that I've encountered praise God that we've talked about we are all encountering the same kind of challenges the same kind of battles in our life praise God and uh, uh, so you know you you can't say well God is forsaken me God is uh, is conditioning you God is preparing you God is pr pr providing the strength that you need to sustain you praise God and he will make you victorious but you got to be willing to fight you got to be willing to fight not against flesh and blood not against people of, of a different faith not against somebody who disagrees with you but the good fight of faith 
the faith that believes in him and believes in his power and his overcoming power in your life. You know, I, I think that any time that we find an area of our life that is not surrendered to the Lord, we can expect, praise God, a recondition, a redevelopment uh, in us. I, I love the whole concept of, uh, you know, Jesus said to Nicodemus, marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. That sets the stage for us to understand that there's things about us naturally. There's things that are naturally about our life that are, are not, that God's not going to be able to use. He's going to want to change it. When, you know, when you say born again, that's talking about giving up your heritage. That's talking about giving up who you've uh, become proud that you are and allowing him to remake us. I, I thought about that, that uh, 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 conversation that the Lord had with Nicodemus. Nicodemus is a Pharisee, uh, leader of the Jews, and, and, uh, and, uh, and the Lord comes to him, he comes to the Lord, and, and he begins to talk to the Lord, and the Lord looks at him and said, Nicodemus, marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Now, you're talking about somebody proud of who they were. A Pharisee was proud of who they are. Praise God. You know, that's a, uh, probably even more stronger than a Pentecostal preacher. You know, proud of who they were. Proud of what they've uh, uh, put together. The Pharisee was, you know, the, so, uh, and, and, you know, and, and I know the concept. If you go in through the conversation, you understand that Nicodemus was having a, a problem understanding the concept of being born again. Can I enter into a man's, man enter into his mother's womb and be born again of the second time? And, and, and that's not uh, what the Lord was talking about. He's talking about you must be born again of the water and the spirit. You must have that spirit about you transformed, praise God. God, hallelujah, uh, prepare you to remake you. And, and, and when I, I look at that, uh, the beauty of that, praise God, I, I, I see it not as a, a single one-time experience that uh, fixes everything in your life. It is the, the idea that I must surrender my all to the Lord and, and I must allow him to uh, rebirth in me on an ongoing basis, the right spirit. Because I'm in this battle. I'm in the good fight of faith. You know, Paul's writing to Timothy, uh, an experienced uh, follow, hallelujah. And he didn't say to Timothy, look, you know, uh, you, you, got a, uh, you got a witness that uh, you were uh, born again. So everybody, you're all right, go ahead and think. He said, you need to fight the good fight of faith so that you may be able to attain eternal life which you have a witness that you have, praise God, that God has begun this work in you. Hallelujah. And today, in, my, in this congregation of individuals here today, uh, yeah, there are uh, different levels of development of where we are, but today, you see, God is calling each and every one of us. The work he's begun in, in this one and the work he's begun in that one, the Lord is wanting to finish and complete that work. Hallelujah. And prepare you, praise God, transform your life that you could be that overcomer. Hallelujah. And fight this good fight of faith. Because, see, the goal is not that you can come sit on the pews and be accepted by the church. But the goal is that you can come and obtain eternal life. Eternal life. Praise God. If, if there's anything, our, our perspective should be if there's anything that stands between us 
in eternal life. God, reveal it. Get it out of my way. Help me overcome. I surrender all to you. Hallelujah. And when that becomes our our objective and our goal, praise God. And, and you know, in, 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 until our will is broken and we become that submissive to him, praise God. Uh, I, I will tell you, we, it's no wonder that we have a struggle. No wonder that we have. And, and I don't want anyone here. I guess the, 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 the content of this message is to make you aware that we're not here to pat you on the back and make you comfortable where you are. Hallelujah. We're here to say to you, praise God, there is a victory in your life that God wants you to have. He wants to make over your every element of your life. Praise God. He wants to continually uh, work in you. He wants to, uh, praise God, transform you, make you completely victorious in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, if I look at the scripture, Philippians, the first chapter, the sixth verse says, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you hallelujah he that hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ Hallelujah. So I want to say to that individual that is here today that maybe uh, you are, are new or, or maybe you are fresh to the feeling of the power of God. The God that begun that work in you wants to continue to perform in your life. Hallelujah. He wants to prepare you to be victorious. Hallelujah. He wants to take uh, everything uh, in your life and, and transform it and make you victorious until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want to say to that individual today that has been serving God, and maybe you've been a member of the church since its conception, and, and you've been sitting on pews all your life, but then you're still sitting there today, and, and sometimes you wonder, why could I have this struggle? Hallelujah. He that begun a good work in you is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You, you need to submit and allow the Lord to continue to perform that work in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, there's something about allowing the Lord to work in our life and to make us be equipped to be overcomers. Hallelujah. That surrender that we need to do before him. Hallelujah. You see, when I look at 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, the 31st verse, one of the most powerful writers in the New Testament, one of the most powerful ministers of all, the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, the 31st, he says, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. He says, I protest by your rejoicing. I'm, I'm, I'm protesting that you're looking at me and, and, and you're thinking, well, you know, Paul has a reach to go. I, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't want you to uh, uh, be looking at my life and, and think, well, he's finally attained. He ends that statement with, I die daily. Hallelujah. So if you've uh, experienced the touch from God, 
And, and maybe it's a new touch from God. Maybe it's something that you've never experienced before and you've experienced that anointing call and, and then all of a sudden you find yourself having to live in life and, 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 uh, and it hits you all of a sudden, I'm still in a struggle. Apostle Paul, much later in his development, says, I die daily. I die daily. I have to continue to surrender. I continue to submit myself to him. I continue to surrender my all. Why? Because you see, we're all, our goal is for all of us to be built up and made and equipped and, 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 and armed and, and coated with the armor of God. Hallelujah. So that we can fight the good fight of faith. Not do battle with individuals. Not do battle with other denominations. Not do battle with other churches. Not do battle, hallelujah, but be able to withstand the wiles of the world, the enemy, the destroyer that's coming at us through those invisible attacks and struggles and trials and things that he would bring in our life. You see, if the devil can keep you unaware that you need to die daily, unaware that you need to have that continued surrender, but just become happy, hallelujah, that you've taken the next step in your life and you're sitting on a church pew now and everybody recognizes, well, I got baptized or, or you know, or, or I repented or I'm making progress. And look, I rejoice in everything that God does in you. Hallelujah. But don't stop. Don't stop. Hallelujah. Prepare to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Keep going. Keep allowing the Lord to develop in you. Hallelujah. There's more. Hallelujah. There's more. There's victory out there. Hallelujah, there's a surrender that God is looking for all of us. Hallelujah, to have in him one place it speaks of us contending together is until we become into that perfect man, the image of Christ Jesus. And that's what God wants to work in each of us. Hallelujah. You see, it's even more important today than ever before because we are in a spiritual battle. And there's a battle that's happening at a level today that... Uh, it, it astounds me at how rapidly the progressive attack from the enemy is against the people of God, against people who want to serve the Lord. I hear it. I hear it from individuals. I hear it from uh, people. You hear it in the news. You read about it. You can see it in, in society. You can see it in the trend and direction of the world. You can, you can just see it in the media. Everywhere there's an attack. There's a battle going on. And it's going to require us to be fighting the good fight of faith to withstand that. And God don't need just a preacher. Hallelujah. He don't need just a song leader, but he needs a body of believers equipped, praise God, to stand up and fight. Hallelujah. And you say, Brother Darrell, but I just got started. I want to tell you, God will work a complete work. He that started will work that work. He will work a perfect work in your life. Don't you worry. God will not leave you, hallelujah, ill-equipped to reach and to, uh, and to maintain your uh, status and your, your victory in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, if I was going to go to battle today, I'd want to work, I would want to be with a group of complete soldiers. Hallelujah. Soldiers that had every piece of gear, every piece of equipment, every training, every skill, every knowledge, I'd want them all to be totally equipped. 
complete soldiers. I'd want them to be progressive soldiers. I'd want them to have the most advanced capabilities. You know? I mean, I, I get pretty, well, you know, I get pretty excited when I watch, watch, us, watch us fight one of those high-tech wars, you know? I mean, it's pretty exciting to know what they can do. Progressive. Hallelujah. Fully equipped. Hallelujah. You're one of the one of the biggest shames that I would ever think that we could do is to send people to battle without everything that they need. Hallelujah. And then reaching your full potential. You see, God looks down and he's, you know, I, it's, it's so easy for us sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, it's pretty easy sometimes to tell if somebody can sing or not. You know, you can, you can listen to them for a, a couple of bars and you say, well, man, they can really sing. They can sing specials in the choir. They can sing, they can sing in that, that group or whatever, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, there's so many things and so many skills and so many capabilities that God has equipped us with. And, and, and God has a potential in your life, praise God, that he wants to prepare you to reach your full potential. And it comes first off with you surrendering your whole will and allowing him to work and develop in you, praise God so that you can attain that potential. I love it to, to think about what, uh, what we have, the possibilities of what God can do in his kingdom through the, through the talent and the, and the capabilities that he has. It's just right here. It's in this room right here, right now. Hallelujah. You know, there's healing in this room. Praise God. There's wisdom in this room. Praise God. There's comfort. There's peace. There's, there's joy. There's all those things that God has put into individuals' lives that we can, we can encourage and we can grow in, in, in him. Hallelujah. But it doesn't come if we don't want to reach our potential. We say, well, I'm okay. I got me a seat and everybody knows where I sit and I'm here every Sunday and I sit in that seat and... <coughs> You know, I'm accepted. Hallelujah. But are you prepared to fight the good fight of faith? Hallelujah. So that you can obtain eternal life. You see, praise God. I love you and I, I care for uh, and, and I understand we're coming from different beginnings and different bases and, and different levels of where we started. Hallelujah. But I want you all to know and all to be encouraged that God has a potential for each and every one of us. And, and, uh, and, and it's not for this one to be up here and this one to be at this level. His, his potential is for all of us to be born again, transformed, and to complete the work that he started in our life. Hallelujah. And when we all are serving our potential, oh, what a victorious church. What a glorious bride. What an overcoming victory that God has. Hallelujah. For us as a body of Christ. And I believe that in the last days we're going to be dependent upon one another. I believe that in the last days we're going to need each other. Hallelujah. We're going to need to be at the top of our game. Hallelujah. Fitly joined together, working together as a body of believers in Christ, overcomers. Hallelujah. See, I don't want to just sing 
I'm a soldier. Hallelujah. I want to be prepared. I want to be a good soldier. You say, you're willing to fight? Yeah, I'm going to have to fight the fight of faith, the good fight of faith. I know that there's a battle out there. I know there's going to be times that the enemy's going to come at me and he's going to try to distract me and just say, well, just give up in this area and just surrender right here. Just let down right here just a little bit. You're tired and, and, you, and you're tired of the struggle. So just relax right here. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, no, the good fight of faith says I'm going to hold up and I'm going to keep fighting. Praise God. I'm going to keep upholding up for the right thing. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I want to tell you today, I understand that I can't do it alone. I know, I know that I can't do it alone. I need the body of Christ. We need each other. Hallelujah. We are victorious in him. I want to be a good soldier, willing to fight, fully equipped, operating at my potential. Hallelujah. Totally surrendered my will. You see, that's where it starts today. Hallelujah. It begins. We're first off. Hallelujah. In the analogy, me leaving mom and daddy behind, getting on a bus and going to a basic training, hallelujah, where they take everything that belongs to me away, even down to my underwear, and give me some green underwear and, and uh, green clothes. Even give me, you know, don't have anything that belongs to me anymore. Hallelujah. You know, if God don't issue it, you don't have it. See the analogy? Lord, I want to be able to give up everything that I am. Surrender my all to you. Hallelujah. You say, is he just trying to do away with you? No, he's trying to build you up. He's trying to prepare you to be a good soldier, to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. You see, God is looking to do that in each of us today. Hallelujah. And that did he start it. I, I could go read more scriptures today, but I don't feel led to do that. When, in, when he writes to Timothy, he talks about the witness. He talks about the things that you testified before him. The call of God that God has placed in your life today is so valuable. And he's called you, hallelujah, for this purpose, that you could serve him fully equipped to the maximal potential to do battle in the good fight of faith. Victorious overcomers in him, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want us to just stand together right now. Hallelujah. Father, Lord, today we just thank you for your powerful word. God, we just thank you that you will speak into us as individuals. And God, we know that you see us all. And God, you have a plan, and you your plan transcends time, and 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 Lord, you can you can remake and and uh, break us down and surrender us. Lord, let us be surrendered to you. There's nothing about us, God, that you can't fix. Lord, not that we would be pleasing to each other, but God, that we'd be pleasing to you for eternal life. That we'd be fully equipped soldiers. To march victorious in this kingdom. We love you. We exalt you and praise you. And God, I just ask you today, Lord, that you'd speak to every person in this congregation. You'd allow us to see, Lord, that we need to surrender our all to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.